The adventure continues. The adventure of the extraordinary. Europe is the place to be, as our heroes carry on with their plans, both intentional and otherwise. While psychic to the stars, Vesper Kingsley has been abducted by billionaire Adonis Stavros and forced to work on his special project somewhere in the Mediterranean. Her friends back in Paris are slowly moving forward with their long overdue rescue mission to save her. Little Dicky and his newly formed team of do-gooders, who are still accepting ideas for a team name, folks, have added silver screen star and all-around man of the world, Randolph Moon, to their ranks. They have also acquired the aerial expertise of the famous pilot, Clarence Chamberlain. The only hitch in their plan is the fact that they don't technically know where Vesper is, or for what diabolical plan Stavros needs her. Let us join them now in Randolph Moon's overcrowded hotel room in the heart of Paris, as our adventurers take stock of their situation. The way I see it, gentlemen... There is no way my bird will be able to get off the ground, much less fly to Turkey. Drat. Perhaps the doctor here can offer a solution. Hmm? uh, What's that? I said perhaps you can offer a solution to our problem. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was pondering how we might be able to get all of us to Turkey on Mr. Chamberlain's plane. What problem were you referring to? I give up. Anyone else want to feel this one? Just what have you come up with, Doctor? The best solution I can offer is to build a bigger plane. Mmm, yes, an air whale, I think I shall dub it. Whale? Did I ever tell you of the time I went whale fishing off the coast of- Saddleback, Doctor. We haven't the time Uh, for- Ah, 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 not so fast, Dicky boy. What? Have you forgotten our little bet? The one you lost? Oh, come now, you aren't serious. As serious as a gator at a wrestling match. Ahem, if I may continue. Diggy. Go on, Doctor. Thank you, young man. Now, where was I? Ah, yes, whales. Hold on now. I wasn't part of this bet. Why do I have to suffer? Suffer? I can't believe you people. Can't you show some respect to your elders? Thank you, Miss Drake. Can it, Doc? Hey. This man is a well of valuable information. Years of experience all over the world. If he has something to say, it might be worth a few minutes of your life to hear him out. In my tribe, we worship our ancient ones as gods. To disrespect this man as you do would result in death. There you go. Wait, death? Yes, a slow death. Well, that's a little extreme, don't you think? By ants. Ants? It takes many days. Can we move on, please? Uh, No offense to Mr., uh... Isadora is a woman! Mr. Isadora... Did you say woman? Now, now, Daisy, unclench those fists. Your worship of this man, I do not approve of it. I admit he's a touch different in person, but we are guests in his temporary home. Uh, If I could interject, Randolph, maybe I should speak for you? Uh, This isn't a press conference, Stanley. I know. I meant all the time. What? Was that an insult? Well, I... Can we please just let the good doctor speak? Go on. I'm not stopping him. At least not until this silly bet expires. Fair enough. Doc? Oh, it wasn't that important, really. I caught a whale once. Let's move on, hmm? What? I'm sorry, did you say you caught a whale? You mean an actual whale? My point was that I can build a bigger airplane for Mr. Chamberlain. And while that's very ambitious and generous of you, sir... 
I thought you were on a tight schedule. Relatively, yes. You know, if you were all so concerned about rescuing your friend, you aren't doing a great job of showing it. How do you mean? Should I even bring up that little incident at the Moulin Rouge last night? I'd rather you didn't. I'm still trying to process it myself. I assure you, young lady, it was very important that we retrieve my... Ah! (sighs) Oh, holy jeepers peepers, fellas! Beverly, what's wrong? It's the coppers! What? I saw some of those League of Nations fellers flashing a badge down in the lobby. I only barely got here ahead of them. I thought you said you took care of that, Broughton. Took care of what? I did. I had a nice, if at times maddening, talk with Agent Dupont outside the club last night. Moon's laughable attempt at impersonating him was all cleared up. Laughable? I convinced that policeman well enough, and he let you go. And then he called the real Dupont right away and ratted you out. Gentlemen, come on. Let's deal with the matter at hand before... Hello, this is Agent Strumpf of the League of Nations Police Force. If you would please to be opening this door, hmm? Bev, you talk to the man. Who, me? You're the queen of the jibber-jabber. Work your magic. Oh, uh, hello? Uh, I'm sorry, who did you say you were with? The League of Nations, madame. We have a police force. Well, I never heard of you. I find that very easy to believe. Well, I'm afraid I can't help you, Mr. Man. I'm... I'm in a state of undress right now, if you catch my meaning. Ow. What was that for? Play along. I, uh... This is not a good time, old boy. My apologies, lovers. I was looking for the room of Monsieur Randolph Moon. Never heard of him. Oh, I wish he were here. Oh, sure. That would be a night to remember. Am I right? (laughs) Cha-cha-cha. We shall be on our way. Pardon. Did you hear what I heard? Oh, no. Gatsby! Eddie! Gentlemen and chimp, welcome. And a good day to you, Mr. Moon. See? I told you we'd find them. Uh, yes. We've had a few unexpected guests join us. I see that. Good day, Stanley. And Mr. Broughton. It has been a long time. Indeed, since the Mexican occupation, eh? The what now? We missed you at the Unknown's trial. Sorry about that, old chap. I was busy falling out of a plane over the Amazon. Is anyone else lost? I'm so sorry. Everyone, this is Eddie Tate, my lawyer. And film narrator for The Star. That, too. And this is Gatsby, my co-star in the picture. Is he a man? What? No, he's a chimp. I do not trust this chimp. He takes some getting used to, I know. This here is... Oh. Yes. Oh. I presume this is Agent Shroom. <laughs> I have problems with it myself. And judging by your appearance and the company you are keeping, I will presume you are the Silver Fox, defiler of cultural treasures around the world. Only the ones Dickie hasn't already defiled. Must you make it sound so... sordid? You will also presume that I was within the current international laws in obtaining said treasures. Then, madame, we will have to petition the League of Nations to update those laws. For the record, I gave mine to museums instead of selling them to the highest bidder. Museums who plaster your name in huge letters and charge exorbitant fees for their exhibitions. Exactly. Totally different. Um, if no one else is going to ask... Why is there a League police officer escorting your friends? It's it's nothing, really. Uh, no need to read into it, just a little misunderstanding. If you mean inciting a mutiny on board an ocean liner, then the only misunderstanding is that you weren't both thrown into shackles like the others. Mutiny? On the Majestic? 
Oui, and murder. Eddie, what did you do? It wasn't me, Mr. Moon. You mean... <coughs> yes, sir. It seems your furry friend whipped the passengers from the tourist class into a frenzy and aided an assault on the Honorable Henry Ford. Henry? Oh, is he a friend of yours? Well, now, a friend is a strong word, I think. He managed to escape and was picked up by a fishing vessel. He and his companion were delivered safely to our shores. Not for long, I hope. Unfortunately, not all left the ship in one piece. <laughs> and as I told the authorities and Mr. Strumpf here, Gatsby subdued the man responsible for killing one of the tourist passengers. You have assaulted my ears with many legal words that may or may not be from an actual language known to man. And until I process this, I will be accompanying you around the town, as they say. The police escort, eh? Something like that, we. And you say you were the League of Nations thingy? Thingy. We. Although you Americans do your best to pretend we do not exist, the rest of the world acknowledges the enduring importance of the League in making sure the last war was an end to all war. Z. Settle down, Frenchie. I didn't mean to insult- I am not French, you ignorant toad. I am Flemish. What? He's Belgian. Well, why didn't he say so? Because he didn't want you to think he was a Walloon. Savages. Some days I regret leaving Georgia. I believe Monty was leading up to this question, but might we borrow a badge or two for our own personal use? Quoi? A League of Nations police badge? Aye, that. I had one of my own, but I'm pretty sure I lost it somewhere in the world. We do not simply hand out technologically advanced devices to... And who are you exactly? Pardon me, dear fellow. If you could just ring up our dear friend, Agent Dupont, and tell him myself and the infamous Richard Broughton... Infamous? Um, don't forget me. Stop, stop. This is devolving into chaos. No one may possess a badge, legally, unless they are deputized members of the League of Nations Police Force. In that case, my good man... Bring up your boss, like the doctor said. Tell him we have a proposal for him. Oh? We do? Now let's quit monkeying around and return to the mysterious island known as Hydro Base One, where the aforementioned Vesper Kingsley is preparing for an unusual procedure. Not that I don't enjoy the attention, Sadat, but are all of these wires really necessary? This is an electrocardiogram machine, Miss Vesper. We will monitor your body when you and the Count are doing, uh, uh, what you will be doing. I've done this many times before, you know. There's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Mr. Stavros is not worried. He just wishes to record information from the machine. See how your body works when you are not, uh, in your body. Now, take off your shirt, hmm? Oh my, I'm no Mrs. Grundy, but aren't we moving a bit fast? I've only lived in your mother's attic for a month. I assure you, Miss Vesper, that is for purely scientific reasons. I've heard that one before. I will just need to apply these electrodes to your back, yes. I will turn away if you prefer. Do as you like, Sadat. The last thing anyone could say about me is that I'm shy. There, ow! I am sorry, Miss Vesper. Did I push too hard? A little, yes. Ah, I forget you are so weak, <laughs> like paper doll. <laughs> and you don't know your own strength, dear boy. Oh, my apologies. It's all right. Ow! Only a few more to go. You could at least warm them up 
a bit before. <laughs> you jump like little puppy. It is very cute. <laughs> Have I come at a bad time? Well, if it isn't Count Killjoy. If you would please avert your eyes from Miss Vesper's backside. Ah, ah, ah. You will please show respect to your betters. I have created life. I have molded flesh to my will. A woman's naked body to me is nothing but an object. I do believe I have been literally objectified. Come, let us do this futile exercise. If I am to be prisoner of Stavros, then I could think of worse afflictions you could put me through. Did they tell you what I'm supposed to do? Yes, yes. They seem to think you will be able to turn me, to make me a compliant slave like your friend here. Hm. You seem doubtful. <laughs> I am beyond your ability to influence. My hatred of Adonis goes too deep for me to give anything but contempt. Willingly or no. The Count! Vavoida! The Vavoida is old, professional rival of Mr. Stavros. Rival? Superior, you mean. And on that note, I guess we'll begin. The machine is on! I will monitor your signals, Miss Vesper. If anything should go wrong, I will stop you. Define go wrong. You are entering the mind of a god, wench. I promise you, there is no coming back. We'll see about that. You are arrogant. I'm Egyptian. Same thing. Good. Then this shall at least be... Entertaining? Where am I? We are in your mind. The mind of a god, if I recall. Looks pretty barren in here so far. How? Who are you? Didn't they tell you? I'm the psychic to the stars. A mind witch? Good. Now why don't you just sit down and shut your ugly little mouth, hmm? <coughs> Sorry, I had been reading The Man in the Iron Mask recently and, well, I was inspired. It's a good look, I must say. What? How did you- Tear apart your illusory trap? Foolish witch. You think you're the only one with gifts? Uh-oh. <laughs> a dragon? That's new. Did Adonis ever tell you why he wanted my talents? Can't say I asked. Ah! Watch it with that tail, mister. He wishes me to make him a mate. The perfect woman. For he fancies himself to be the perfect man. Ha! A pity you won't see it, now that I've burnt your mind to a... What? Who are you? Oh! oh you've, you've never, never met, met the great Buru, have you? I don't, I don't usually go for cross-dressing. But a being who juggles flame like baseballs seems to be an appropriate visage to combat a fire-breathing lizard. You will not conquer my mind with your gypsy tricks. I told you, I'm Egyptian. Say, have you ever heard of the Sphinx? What? Looks like this. So, it appears we are evenly matched. I don't care what Stavros wants with you, or that he's so hard up for a date he needs to make his own. Right now, I'm just angry. I see I will not defeat you with strength, but my ancestors did not conquer most of Eurasia with strength alone. Where did you go? I am Legion. You may have the strength, but I have the numbers. <laughs> Werewolves? 
my children of the night. Ow, they're biting me. Devouring, actually. Mine's the bite you should feel. What are you? Behold, I am Voivoida. I am Vampyr. No. And I will drain your life's blood with my bite. Ah! Miss Vesper! Miss Vesper, can you hear me? Is she dead? What does your little machine say? It says... Nothing. As are all who challenge a superior mind such as mine. You monster! Ah, ah, ah! Your master would not want me harmed. Especially since I have agreed to his demands. He shall have what he wants. What? You mean... Yes. We will create for him the perfect woman. We? Did I say we? Yes. I mean, I. I will create for him the perfect woman. Now, get your hands off us. You. He meant you. Yes, that's what I said. Just go and fetch your master. We will be... I will be waiting here. Do not dally. O- of course, sir. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting something, dear Sadat? Uh, what? Oh, yes, Miss Vesper. Yeah, I shall carry you now, one last time. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, Monsieur Gatsby, you are a genius of physical comedy, and we do love the physical comedy here in Europe. <laughs> Remind me to tell you of the last time Gats and I toured Europe. You know that Mussolini fellow? We. Oui. Let's just say we won't be making any stops in Italy this time. <laughs> right. Germany neither. And that's that. You talked with Agent DuPont? Indeed. What did you think I was doing in there on the phone all this time, Doctor? Do you really want me to tell you? I'll cut to the chase. As of now, we have all been deputized by the League of Nations Police Force. Is that a good thing? Isadora has no idea what that means. Oh, even me? I, even you. Even me? No, not you. Oh. But only because I forgot you were here. Or who you are, really. I'm Randolph's agent and... I wasn't asking, sorry. Well then, uh, I shall be off, no? Not so fast. You are to act as our liaison, our chaperone, if you will. But why? I suppose it is because you are the only agent here. Congratulations. Wonderful. We still haven't fixed our transportation problem. And now there are even more of you. You have a, you say, transportation problem? You could say that. Unless you know how I'm supposed to fly the, what, ten of you? Eleven. Sorry, I forgot you were there. What? I'm standing right next to you. Did you include the chimp? Well, of course. I couldn't forget him. Hey! Fly to where? To Istanbul. We're on a rescue mission for Prime Kingsley's sister. Well, in that case, I believe that counts as official league business. We'll take the dirigible. But I just spent weeks at sea. Don't think I'm up for more. Did you say dirigible? We. Well, then when do we leave? Clarence? As soon as you lock and pack your damn bags, I suppose. Did you hear that, Mr. Getsby? We're going for a blimp ride! (laughs) 
And it's up, up, and away for our extraordinary band of heroes and good old Eddie Tate. As we all know, everything is better with blimps. Everything except our poor departed Vesper Kingsley, former psychic to the stars. To die so young, how tragic, how terrible. How will she ever recover? Find out when Tales of the Extraordinary continues next episode with our newly deputized League of Nations Police Force Officers of the Extraordinary!